time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. Welcome to another edition of Bump and Run, and this is the playoff edition. We got playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs baby. Um, I'm, I'm Run. And I'm Bump. And we're... Um, we are, uh, yeah, getting into the meat of the season, the final stretch here, really. Final it's been such a long stretch here. to finally get here. Um, there haven't been hardly any tournaments at all. No, exactly. We missed out on quite a few, but it is interesting to to note. I'm always, I'm always kind of fascinated by the business side of this and where the money's all coming from, but I guess they had mm-hmm. enough to, to pay for it all. But there's a lot of money at stake, $60 bucks this week, uh, where this three weeks for the FedEx Cup, and... Uh, even I noticed today that even the guys who are um, not in the FedEx Cup playoffs, one twenty-six to one fifty, mm. get seventy get seventy grand. Oh, do they really? Yeah, I, no cool. I didn't know that. I thought I that remember. Was I, I remember the one year at the Masters, David Hurd taking us through how everything goes towards the players. It's pretty extensive, actually. It's a lot more extensive than just hey, here's a check. Yeah, That's, which I was I thought it was, but. Uh, it's not yeah, quite that way. Not quite that way. So we got three weeks to go, and um, going from 125 to 70 to 30, and mm-hmm. we had one sort of cutoff last week at the Wyndham where guys got in and got out, and there was a few guys left uh, hanging out in that 126 to 150 category. But I think I think I don't recall having as many sort of big name players way up now in this this stretch, like Brooks Kepka and Ricky mm-hmm. Fowler and Tommy Fleetwood. All of them kind of really put the hammer down if they want to get on to uh, to the next stop in Chicago at the BMW. Yeah, with that one less week that they introduced last year, um, it's not as easy because you could just, uh, you know, you could just cruise in in the top 100 for week two and then see what happens. But, you know, like a guy like Justin Rose, who has won the FedEx Cup before, is 109th in the FedEx standings and... He needs a good week. They all do. Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, you the previously mentioned Ricky Fowler and Tommy Fleetwood. They're all outside the top eighty-five. So, Brooks Kepka needs like about a about a fifteenth, sixteenth, or fifteenth place finish. It's hard to say exactly because yeah, it's you all don't know what it, parts, right? Exactly. Yeah, you don't know what the people in front of them are going to do, and there's a lot of people in front of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So they're 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 on the outside looking, and maybe maybe for Brooks, you know, I don't know what his thought process is, but maybe he wants that to rest whatever's whatever injuries bothering him. He doesn't. He says it's not the knee, but you know, he keeps saying he has trouble getting on the left side. So what is it? Is your knee? Is your hip? Is it your? He did say last week after he missed the cut at the Wyndham that his swing is okay. But his body's not, which I found very interesting. Right, He's kind of cryptic about it. Right, not what not what that. body part, right? No, you I, would I think you would think the knee. The first thing you think of is the knee, right? Because he had right. mentioned that it wasn't getting any better, even after the surgeries um, or the procedures that he had. So, doesn't seem to be the knee. So, what is it? Well, he was working as a, well, a trainer was working on him. Uh, at the uh, WGC, right? So um, that was the TFL, uh, which is a like a hip muscle kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it was in the front. He had it. That's what he said. It was the pain was, and it's a pretty common one. My physio guy was telling me about it last week. He says he treats people for it all the time. Right, but it's not. Uh, it's not exactly pleasant. I don't think to be having to stretch out in the middle of a golf tournament. No, exactly. Kind of 
Uh, and then at the other end, you got uh, you got some interesting guys as well. Well, you got Justin Thomas, who's played well, and you got Webb Simpson, who's played well, and John Rahm, and a few of those guys. But there's like a guy like Sung Jae who really hasn't played all that well since the restart. Nope. Um, and and it's almost a tale of a little bit of a tale of two seasons up there. But yeah, for you, him anyone for sure, strike right? you that yeah, anyone like nobody jumps out to me as this is the guy he's going to win. No, he's because charge. you. You could easily make a case those those top four guys Thomas Morikawa Simpson and DeChambeau, well those are probably the best four guys that have been going um, since the restart. Um, right. Both both all four of them have been fairly consistent. Um, but if you look down a bit, you know a guy like you know I just look at Rory at number eight and say who's a guy I know he hasn't played well uh, since the restart, but he's won the FedEx Cup twice. And who's a guy that can easily go on a three-week run? Well, it's Rory, if he ever gets that putter right. Um, and, if. you know, I, you would think for him, I don't know, but I would think that I would want to be a three-time FedEx champ. Nobody, sure. it's only him and Tiger that have won it twice. Right. So, you know, to, to have that on your resume, especially headed into the U.S. Open, um, you know, I look at a guy like him or, you know, a, a bit down the list is DJ. Um, and then even mm-hmm. further down the list is Finau. Like guys like that have, who have been close. Um, even Brendan Todd, who's who's <laughs> played so well. Like you know, he's gone on. He won two weeks in a row. How about back, Patrick uh, Reed? back in the fall? Patrick Reed. Like it's a it's a good list at the top of uh, of players. It's really hard to handicap. And your, um, and your FedEx Cup champion is number twelve, Lanto Griffin. Lanto Griffin. <laughs> he's a very unknown guy out there, but unknown, yeah. he's playing well. He's obviously playing well. Yeah, with uh, a, you know just one win, right? So, right. but he's a twelfth. You know, yeah. like you look down the list a bit, you got you know our guy, our top guy in Canada is Nick Taylor. He's got one win, but he's thirty seventh. So right. Lanto Griffin's done something right. Uh, Adam had just round out the Canadians. Adam Hadwin forty four, and Mackenzie Hughes is fifty two, and Corey Connors is fifty six. So they're all in the top sixty. And we might as well just say it because we say it every week now. That's the first time we've had four Canadians in the top fifty six. I mean, it's like every week there's. That's the first time we've had four Canadians in the PGA. That's the first time we've had four Canadians yeah. in the world ranking in the hundred. But um, it's good. Good. For, it's really great to see those guys. Yeah, it's been the season. Well. It's been this break. It's been this breakout season and. You know, will 14 guys pass Corey Connors? 15 guys? I don't know. Make the cut, I think, and you think that he's in there. Um, I would think they're all safe for at least one more week and hopefully can make a uh, make a run towards at least having one or two yeah. guys in the in the Tour Championship. It was Corey Connors last year was the only one. Um, Big so, benefits from it, though. Big benefits. Massive benefits. Like, you get into, you get into everything. All yeah. the majors. Well, almost all the majors. Uh, yeah, three of the PG. majors. Yeah, uh, Hadwin. Um, when I, I talked to him after the PGA Championship, he didn't play last week. He went home. Mm-hmm. He was. I would describe his mood as pissed off. Right. <laughs> he's, I, with yeah, his game. story said that. That's that's amazing he's, too. He's kind of tired about. Um, yeah, just tired about finishing sort of lower end of the pack. He's made all the cuts. He hasn't missed a cut yet since uh, he's only missed one cut all year, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, since the restart, he hasn't missed anything. Anybody's. He's finishing like fortieth and thirty eighth and fifty fourth and. So I think uh, I think he's gonna uh, he's gonna make a move here for some reason. I just predict that he's gonna be cheesed off and and do something different. So we'll see. That shows something, right there, that he's yeah. just not happy to be there. 
Doesn't you want know, to he wants just doesn't want to make the cut. He wants to contend. Um, right. And I think all four of those guys, you know, you know, despite Nick winning, all the others have been close to winning, including mm-hmm. Adam, mm-hmm. Um, in this wraparound major wraparound season. Um, so I think you know all these guys see what the other guys are doing. We've said this before. You've said it before. We see they just they play off of each other, and if one's mm-hmm. playing well, the others want to play well. So right. it's a it's a good problem to have in Canadian golf right now. And you know, with you know, there's other guys coming up, and there's some guys that come up and down. You know, Roger Sloan had a nice little run going for a bit at Wyndham last week. Um, Career but low, 62. It was good. Right. He shot 62, and, uh, you know, he didn't finish how he wanted to, obviously. But, you know, these these sorts of guys were getting more and more. It's it's more and more normal to have six, seven, eight Canadians on the tour as opposed to just, you know, two and three as we had during right. the Mike Weir, Stephen Ames days. Right. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's that same kind of way. Um, well, let's talk about him. What about uh, number 49 on your scorecard, number one in your heart, Mr. Tiger Woods? It's pretty amazing that he's uh, 49th with only five starts. I know. Isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty remarkable when you think about it. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's pretty crazy. But, you know, t- again, Tiger's – I would think f- – for Tiger, who, you know, we say, you know, even at the PGA, I think we can both agree that there was rust there. Um, just wasn't completely sharp. Do you think he wants to play all three weeks, or do you think he wants to make a big charge this week at the Northern Trust, gets comfortably, hopefully comfortably, in the top 30, so that he can take next week off and be ready for a Tour Championship, then U.S. Open? He has not played back-to-back weeks since February of last year, February 2019. He's not played three weeks in a row since uh, the summer of 2018. Jeez. So I'm thinking, I, I bet you that there's a chance he doesn't even play in the Tour Championship. Like, he mm-hmm. might not even care if he makes it or not, to be perfectly honest right. with you. Because yeah. I think you're right. I think he's focused um, on, on the U.S. Opens. And if he does play all three, that's that's four starts in five weeks. That's a lot, that's right. on, that's a lot. on that broken down old body of his. It it really will be. I'll be interested to see, but he's got to show some. For me, for him, like if he wants to contend at the U.S. Open, he's got to show something. And there was nothing at the PGA Championship. And you know, I sound like a broken record, probably, but you know, when you don't play a lot, and then the tournaments you choose to play are the toughest setups of the year, it's not easy to kind no, of shake exactly. the rust off at a major. Um, he's, exactly right. he's managed to do that before. Now, Augusta, I think, is a different animal for him because he knows the course so well. But, man, you know, you would think that he would need to put in four pretty good rounds to see where he's at. And maybe he does say, you know what, I'm going to take the rest of the playoffs off. See you at, the, see you at Wingfoot, which he yeah. was at earlier this week with Justin Thomas. That's right, having a little sneak peek around, right? Right. That was after his caddy duties were over. He was the caddy daddy. Uh, for his son Charlie, who won uh, who won his tournament, pretty Man. good. Must That's pretty good. Family. Yeah. I wonder where it's... he got the. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if he's got him hmm. like lifting weights already and stuff like that. <laughs> he's already in seal training. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, the FedEx Cup is not the only big event going on. No. The women's major season starts this week as well, and uh, it's also the first start for Brooke Anderson. She was out on um, Tuesday playing a practice round alongside Lena Sharp, mm-hmm. and they were out at. Troon, Royal Troon, and 
What do you think about her? Um, well, what do you think about her late start? Now it looks like she's going to play next week in Arkansas, and then the right. week after at the A and H. She's got basically two majors in three weeks. Right. Uh, originally, she sort of said she was going to focus on the majors and then maybe see what fit in to her schedule. But um, what do you think of of this late start? And you know, do you, do you think she has any idea where her game is? I I would you know she should have some idea of where her swings at. But as far as competition reps i don't know how she could she hasn't played yeah. since what february yeah that's right january, january february january, january i think it is she you know she played the first two tournaments of the year and were top 10 in both of those tournaments and then um didn't go to australia and then everything was canceled so and then she hasn't played since the restart um you know generally her results at this tournament the open the women's open have not been great she's got the top uh, t11 a couple years ago which was her highest um, you know, and this is the first time for the women at Royal Troon with uh, the postage stamp hole. I saw Lena Sharp posted uh, something on Instagram. She hit the pin on the postage stamp today. Oh, wow! Just like um, which is a cool season. little which is a cool little hole for uh, for those that follow the Open, where Royal Troon is generally one of the main draws. Um, do you know that? Do you know the Royal Troon has? The longest and shortest hole in championship golf. There you Is go. Is that right? O- open championship. Yeah, there's a par five there that's, I don't know, 641 or something. And the uh, postage stamp. And then stamp the postage stamp. It's like just a buck 14 or something like that. Yeah, Not that like much more. 100 yards. Yeah. Um, With the coffin so, bunker. But, you know, again, like she has, you know, it's right there for her. She's still a superstar, right? And superstar players play well. So I, think the, I, I, think the I hope she plays thing, well. I think the interesting thing will be that the um, weather mm-hmm. on I think yep. it's Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday is supposed to be just like horrendous, fifty kilometer an hour gusts and rain. And Thursday, and, Thursday she's out in the afternoon. Yeah, or is it? And it appears that they're going to get the benefits of the better weather on Thursday. That afternoon is looking yeah. better than the morning. Right, Friday it's going to be like hail and rain and gale force winds, or as they call it in Scotland, summer. That's right, August in Scotland. Welcome. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's an interesting choice of the way she's kind of done her schedule and mm-hmm. what she's trying to focus on. But it's not bad, you know. There's a, there are some big players missing in action at this major. Yeah, including Tons of them. number one. Yeah, the top four Koreans all in the top yeah. ten. Uh, so Ji Young Ko, Sung Sung Hyun Park, and yeah. So I think it's uh, interesting Se-Yung to see Kim. what she might do. It's a little little difficult. Here's mm-hmm. an interesting stat for you too. So um, last week the Scottish Open, Women's Scottish Open, Stacy Lewis wins. That marked the third week in a row that an American player had won on the LPGA Tour. When do you think the last time that Americans won three in a row was? Ooh, just a That's ballpark. A great guess. question. I, I would say they have. They've had to have done it in the last couple of years. I would think, or maybe not. Maybe it's been like five years. Six um, years. Six, six years. 2014 since Americans won three in a row. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. Bad. Well, yeah, that's that's really crazy. But it just shows you how, you know, the top players in the world aren't just American on the LPJ tour. You know, the Koreans are so strong, and then you got Jutanagarn and Lidico and Brooke. Uh, it's that's 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 amazing, actually. It Isn't really it? is. Isn't yeah. it though? Because I don't I, know if you could go onto the PJ tour and find that. Well, I, I would think you would have to go weeks, only weeks. I'm, yeah, I think so. I think when was the last time? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's an amazing stat, but um, and really remarkable in terms of uh, 
of where U.S. women's golf is. I think it's on a little mm-hmm. bit of a rise right now, but yeah, still crazy. you would think the, the young, you know, again, it was oh, six years ago. Wow, because you think you think now this at this time, you know, Michelle Wee was still in the picture, although she was in and out. But you got the quarters, you got Lexi, Danielle Kang's been unbelievable the last since the restart. Um, yeah, but yeah, wow. That's <laughs> that's amazing. Well, and and you, you even look at the last four years; it's only Brooke Henderson that's won multiple times in each of those last four years. That's right. Not Jin Youngko, not Lydia Ko, not Ari Jatanagard, not Lexi, not Park. You know, not Inby Park either. So it's it's they, they you you win the wins title on the LPJ Tour with like three sometimes, whereas the PJ oh. Tour seems it's kind of like the PJ Tour. There's just so many good players now. Yes, it is. Uh, it's hard to keep up and in, in on that. All right. Well, we got the playoffs starting, and uh, TSN is your place for the playoffs, mm-hmm. correct? That's correct. Third and fourth round on uh, TSN and CTV two on Saturday and Sunday. And uh, Golf Talk Canada will be on uh, Wednesday and probably on at some point on the weekend too. Mm-hmm. It sort of floats around a little bit, and then uh, Golf Talk Canada Radio on Saturday morning, and then. Uh, more of uh, bump and run probably next week. We'll dissect yeah, next the first week, round. We should actually uh, give a shout out to Mike Weir, who was top ten in his first senior major. Really, had a nice run. Yes, that's great. I I, knew, I did know that. You I, knew that. Yeah. I think you knew that. I think it's did cool. You? What did you think about? Uh, what do you think? The, what do you think the chances are if you were to go out in a limb and predict who the captain would be for the twenty twenty four international yeah. team at the President's Cup? Who would you say? Just to guess. If, it, if it's not Mike Weir, they might as well change the venue. <laughs> Like, you know, when you do that, it's like, it's like being, you know, it's got to be. And it, you know, again, all those guys have passed on. So it would be his turn in that little circle that they got going because Ernie Els isn't doing it anymore. So right. it's uh, the next one. Who is it? It's Ogilvy? Or is it uh, there's Ogilvy in there. That's right. There's and also uh, KJ's in there. And... Yeah. Like Trevor Immelman's in that mix too. And uh, he's, pre- he's captain now this time. He's right? captain the next one, right? Yeah. And then you would think it'll be. You have to fill the gaps in a little bit, maybe add yeah. some more. Maybe add like a Charles Schwartzel or uh, someone yeah. like that in there. Or um, when they stop, but I, I was think they, it's got to be they, weird. They should, I would think they should add another Canadian guy, like maybe Graham Dillette would be a good captain's assistant to yeah. try and help the guys out. Well, who knows what Weirsy will do, right? Like uh, and he could, and he could help translate for all the uh, all the guys there who can't <laughs> speak Canadian. <laughs> well, we need somebody that speaks French. Yeah, or else they're just well, going to be. They're just going to be lost. But, you know, like Mike's pedigree at the President's Cup is pretty darn good considering he was 0-4-1. Yeah, 13-9. For their teams. But, like, he was he was over, had a winning record when a lot of those guys, you look at Adam Scott, like, they don't have even close to winning records. But Mike no. Mike is there with a winning record. And uh, I believe he's got a winning record at singles, he too, in his five singles, right? Three and two? I think that's right. Because he, he beat Phil and he beat Tiger. He did. Not bad. That's pretty good guys to beat. It's okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Never won the team event, but whatever. We'll, we'll digress on that. All right. Well, uh, let's um, let's uh, move on, and uh, we'll we'll re- rejoin this talk next week when we have some uh, results from both the major and the first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And um, I guess we'll uh, see who makes the cut. Which one of those big names we'll at the bottom okay. makes the cut? Give me, give me one big person who's not going to make it this week. I think I think Brooks Kepka will not make it. He will not be at in Chicago. I don't think he hasn't shown enough form. 
He because he probably he you're right. He does need a top fifteen. It's Brooks. Rose is it's Brooks. Brooks for me. How about you? So I'm going to pick Ricky Fowler. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. And and here is the weirdest stat. So I was looking at this up the other day. Ricky Fowler's. uh, You know how like on a Thursday and a Friday, everyone gets one early time and one late time. Right. Ricky Fowler is ranked third in early round scoring, and 203rd in afternoon <laughs> round scoring. Really? Isn't that unbelievable? That is unbelievable. And there's probably nothing to it. No, there just, probably isn't. But it's just probably an, it's just an amazing, amazing. It really is because you know everybody says it's easier in the morning, right? Like, yeah. yeah. But still. You know, it's not that hard in the afternoon. <laughs> it can't be that. That's amazing. You can't be that different. No. Like guys, you know, a guy will shoot eight under in the morning. There'll be guys that shoot six under. So he's never one of those guys that shoot six under in the afternoon. I was just laughing at that. Oh, my God. Oh, well. All right. Well, let, uh, on that, we'll, uh, we'll say goodbye, and uh, we'll see you next week. Or he- you'll hear from us next week on uh, Bump and Run. Until then, I am Run. And I'm Bump. Talk to you again.